Hello and welcome to Arbitrary Ramblings, a show where my friends and I attempt to entertain you with random thoughts, facts, opinions, etc. If you enjoy, please make sure to let us know. Without any further ado, let's get right into the content. Hello and welcome back to the Arbitrary Ramblings podcast. This week, we're going to have another just kind of casual conversation, throw some points around that are bugging us, that are in the news, and that are popular among, you know, the people <laughs> these days. And now I want to hand it over to Casey and Dylan. Just let us know, hey, man, how you doing? What's up? How's the day been since the last recording? What have you guys you been can, up you can to? Go first. I'm doing something really quick. <laughs> I mean, this last weekend, I was, I was hanging out. I was out on my buddy's farm. Riding four wheelers, shooting guns, shooting off fireworks, and you know the whole nine yards. I'm not gonna say uh, we'll say drinking adult Pepsi's, but um, no, it's been nice because it was like literally like a five day break from all of my jobs, so it was nice just to be able to do whatever I wanted for three or four days, and it's just like completely relaxed. Like, oh, you don't want to do something? All right, cool, come hang out and do whatever you want to do. Like, we were all just hanging out doing our own thing, and it was it was a really good weekend to get away and kind of hang out and it kind of ran into the day like i stayed off all my jobs today even though i'm back in town just have like one more day to come back and relax relax and have one more day to just do whatever so it was it's been nice back to the work tomorrow but it'll be all right that sounds really nice i had a long weekend i had a three-day weekend this weekend too and i've just been been hanging out with people at, at my house and just doing life relaxing Watching TV, watching YouTube, thinking about the podcast and stuff, and that's basically what I did all weekend. I heard all of the me- oh, dude, the fireworks are actually insane this year. They actually <laughs> were so loud. What well, did you see? Was shooting them off. It was did actually California. <laughs> yeah, they said no fireworks in the whole it's state. Like, fireworks are illegal. Stay inside and we're, like, don't do anything. And like, the there was like state. a panoramic shot of like the coastline. And it was just so thousands amazing. and thousands of fireworks going off. Yeah, every house in the in California probably was shooting fireworks off. It looked like from that video. It's just crazy. So yeah, I wanted <laughs> to today. I wanted to talk about our next episode actually, because our next episode is actually gonna be our first guest episode, and we'll be filming it. I think we're just. I think we're gonna do the thirty minutes on YouTube again, and then the full 60 minute on Spotify and SoundCloud if that's what we came to conclusion I don't know yet exactly so that's what I would just I wanted to bring that up it's gonna be our buddy yeah yeah unless we can just like hack into my computer yeah uh, hack into my it's camera be our and buddy, figure Adrian. out something he, he makes music he makes music beats for his buddy so yeah we're gonna get it we should get a good conversation in with him talk about why he wanted to do his music what made him want to do the music and why he loves doing it so yeah that's why I'm yeah. excited about it well, and I think going forward, too, like, we have a lot of friends that have come to us and said, like, hey, I want to be on the podcast. I want to get my ideas out there or whatever. Tons like, different, people. like, people that are, like, I know a bunch of, like, college athletes and people making music and people street. Like, I have a whole spectrum of friends. I know we, we all do, really, but yeah. we have a whole spectrum of friends that, like, it could be a lot of diverse content for you guys, too. And if you want to, like, if you're listening to this and you want to be a guest on the podcast, you can actually email us. It's arbitrary.ramblings dot podcast at gmail.com so it's literally just our name and then dot podcast at gmail.com i'm pretty sure it's on our yeah. soundcloud as well if you go to our profile it, it is more than likely somewhere on there i'm not 100 percent. i'd have to check but i'm sure that we did put it on there somewhere if you guys want to get in the yeah, contact or just with go us. to the facebook and comment under one of the posts or message one of us if you're a friend of ours obviously 
Yeah, there's so many ways to contact us. Yeah. It, should, it shouldn't be easy if you want to get on the podcast and talk about what you want to talk about. And, I mean, if we get enough interest, honestly, we could start pushing out, like, two guests. If we wanted to, we could start two doing guests two guests a week. week. That would be fun. We just got to work. Yeah, the thing about that, that is would that, be really fun. that we'd have to get our guests because I don't know what's going on with COVID. We, I don't know yeah. if we can get guests in person, but we can True. get them. Yeah, we can get them. We got Zoom. Yeah, we, we have, a, we have other ways. On our computer and do that from there. Yeah, that'll be really fun. I'm excited to have a, our first guest. I want to see how it goes. Definitely. I think it, it will go good, though. We got good. I think so. We should have good chemistry, though. We've known Adrian for for a long time. How many more than hour long conversations? Around the, bon- <laughs> around the bonfire, before. yeah. It'll be so easy. Yeah, it's pretty <laughs> exciting. Joe, I know you had some talking points about. What do you want, or does Dylan have any questions in his Twitch stream? Because Dylan is Twitch streaming the podcast right now. Yeah, I mean, uh, I, Dylan, is there anybody who's, like, uh, talking in the chat? I can't really see you right now. I just got Papa Gunner hanging out. Papa talking Gunner. Talking about Zoom calls and having Adrian make him some music for his streams. For sure. Pa- we need to get Papa Gunner's going to be on Especially, the podcast ooh. sooner or later. Well, and going back to like what you guys kind of talked about last time with like the copyright and Spotify and all that, it's like it's so hard for streamers now because you can't just play whatever you want. Like you have to be yeah. super particular about what you're playing on your stream. Exactly. That's why you get your own. That's why you get your friends to make music for you. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so Joe, that's I know you. I know you've been want, you were wanting to talk about COVID again because, as everyone can see, what's going on. Oh yeah. Well, I mean, I have a. So I don't want to say an interesting perspective because I'm sure many other people have the same perspective as me, kind of like Dylan, but I work in a restaurant and, for example, I worked on 4th of July and I worked the day after, so uh, it is currently m- Monday. I can't even keep track of the days anymore. It's Monday, 4th of July was Saturday, um, and I would say about 50% of the people on the actual 4th of July had masks on, which was smart because they knew it would be busy. But that Sunday, I'd say like 20% of the people who came into my store had masks on. And, you know, I'm out back. It's 90 plus degrees. I'm outside with smokers that are 300 degrees, and I still have the mask on. One, because I can't necessarily pull it down because my hands are gross. And two, I just don't want to even worry about that. But it's just so hot and uncomfortable, and it's like I'm suffering, but these people are coming in like, you know what, whatever. I don't care. And 50K cases a day? When it comes to me, my personal viewpoint on a mask. When I'm wearing a mask, I know that if for whatever reason I were to have anything, a common cold, regular influenza, COVID-19, anything like that, I'm protecting my you guys from me with that mask. Like the stuff that I am breathing out is not necessarily getting into the air and getting to other places because I have the mask on. And that's why I wear it. I don't necessarily wear the mask because I'm scared of breathing in like contaminated air or whatever, which is kind of the reason why I get not necessarily upset, but I'm just confused because it's people are like, Oh, I'm not scared of it. I'm not going to wear a mask. Well, it's not necessarily about the individual getting sick. It's about them spreading their germs to other people, more or less. That's why we have people going, the CDC and whatever, going back and forth yeah. on mask, no mask, mask, no mask. But now it's kind of definitive. Like, we have a issue, or issue, a kind of uh, 
yeah. mandate that that's the word I'm looking for in St. Louis City and St. Louis County to wear masks in public places again because yeah, of the current the funny, spike the funny thing in COVID is, though, cases. Is that I've, just, I feel like I've seen less people wearing masks since the mandate went into effect. I, I honestly want to say there's more people, people wearing masks but the one thing I'm concerned about. One thing I'm concerned about is who's enforcing it. Like, yes, you can come out in public and say, hey, wear masks. We have a public mandate that you wear a mask in public. Well, if you don't have people necessarily going out, and I'm not saying you need to arrest people and throw people in cop cars for it, but be like, hey, where's your mask? Have a way to publicly hand out masks, maybe. Have a way to you know get maybe I don't want to say punish people, but if someone is being ignorant and not wearing a mask in public and endangering other people, they should there's be fi- in, in trouble for it. In California, we are in a there's fines pandemic for it. still. Like it is. There's a big fines for that it. I, I'm not I, necessarily I mean, opposed the, to m- that. the money of the fines. Apparently, in California, it's like three hundred dollars for a mask. I think that's absurd, though. Yeah, that's a little ridiculous. But I, I definitely think that there should be a way of enforcing it because if you, you can just go out here and say, like, yeah, you need to wear a mask yeah. to stop the spread of COVID. Well, if no one is out there actually making sure people wear masks and no one is actually going to do it, and I guess that's partially, you know, their right as yeah. a United States citizen to, like, not necessarily listen to the government, but... Still, when it comes to the health and overall wellness of the population, you know, yeah. it's almost like common sense. And people just continue to kind of turn a blind eye to it because they're like, it's, it's uncomfortable. Not even that uncomfortable. I don't want to sweat. <laughs> it's really not. After after wearing it for eight hours. Oh, those after, in, those oh, yeah, are 95s hurt. hurt after you wearing it for a long time. But, like, it hurt. They hurt. The blue ones, the blue the blue ones start ones hurting my ears after my eight-hour <laughs> shift of work. But All right, so... Do you wear masks at your work? Well, actually, like, just this there... weekend, we started having to wear, like, so with that being passed in the county and the city, we actually had to start wearing masks. The only ones that have to wear it all the time are the waitresses. The cooks have to wear it if they go to the bathroom or, like, go to the office to grab something. And bartenders don't have to wear them. Bartenders don't have to wear them? Yeah, that's kind of like how we are at Sugar Fire. Because, I mean, standing by that it's grill, like, like, I know I, I, it's not as bad as the smoker and stuff, but standing by that grill, like, it gets to, like, 130, 140 degrees in that back kitchen. Like, yeah. we would literally, we would, like, Oh, the, yeah, this, dude. I was a fry cook. I, I know how it feels like to get cooked back there on the line. It's almost worse than being out by yeah. the smoker. Well, because it's, it's such, like, it's not open. Like, outside you get breezes and it kind of blows away. And But you, I'm in this small room with this hot-ass fryer yeah. that's cooking wings that's even getting warmer. So it's, like, yeah. it's so hot. But I have I was just kind of letting you guys talk because you're on a rant a little bit there, so I was just sitting back and hanging out. Yeah. Two things that I thought about when you guys are talking. One, if it's going to be mandated, you have to provide it. Like if it's going to yeah, be required, yeah, exactly. you have to provide. If you're going to require it at Walmart, there has to be box of masks at the beginning. I thought that's how like, that is at Walmart. In. I thought they had boxes. It there. might be. I don't know 100. percent But, but like I'm when, saying like. But Dylan, like I when me, you, and Anna that, went to Panda, like it could be. We didn't, we I think there was. Mask. I think there was. You think? So? I don't know if there was. Because who knows remember. that that lady might have been carrying a mask, but because I forgot my mask at home, and I think Anna was the only one with her mask, or I don't know. But I, yeah, we I were gonna go. Yeah, we were gonna go get painted. We forgot mask, and then it said that we were required face mask, and I, we didn't know if they had them or not, so we just left <laughs> and got drive through. Yeah, that's that's how a lot of places are. Like I went to get my car serviced today, and it said face mask required to enter. 
but I don't necessarily I don't I had my own but I don't think that they were providing their own face mask so like what if someone drove there without a face mask like would they have to not only go back to not necessarily their house but to a place that is probably sold out of them because of what is going on right now selling these masks overpriced is insane it's crazy that's a different topic but yeah i know like if we're going like if say someone who doesn't want to wear a mask and they decide okay i guess i'll wear a mask because i need to go grocery shopping I don't think they should have to buy them. There's there, there's the reason they should have to buy them. They should, like Dylan said, they should provide it for for us. If it's going to be a requirement. Uh, yeah, if it's going to be a requirement, that's it's. It. I don't know. How, I'm trying to word it. And I can't word it. Cause I have like, it in my head. Like because people, it's not the like people the blue who, ones. Yeah. No, it's just the blue ones. They hand out the blue ones. I don't think most people don't. Yeah. But I'm saying like speak. provided necessarily. Like it could just be like, all right, you live in Melville, so yeah. here's this one place in Melville that like. People have donated a bunch of the cloth masks that they've made at home. Yeah. And you just have to go and pick one up, and that's, like, what you can use for yeah, so like, your required quote-unquote mask. I should be able to word this now. So the people who don't want to buy the mask, they don't have the mask at home. They go to Walmart. They're like, okay, I want to go grocery shop, but I can't go in because I have a mask. They should hand them the mask and not make them go buy their own mask from the store. Mm-hmm. That's what I was trying to say. And, like, oh, definitely. Yeah. There's not. Yeah, a, I'm all- there's no supply. It's hard to find them. If, and if, if you can, so like you said, they're overpriced. Like my like mom bought like a, a box of masks like twenty five bucks. That's and there are those those cheap ones you can wear. If you drop them, they're ruined. So, uh, well, talking about That's this insane. brought up a different point. But so when I was walking around, like when I work like doubles and stuff at my other job at the bar, I'll go to like Aldi's or like there's a little shopping center off of Manchester. And there's literally so many masks, like, just thrown out. Like, gloves are oh everywhere. God, like It's like, how are you going to, like... I understand that you don't, like, want to wear stuff, but it's like, why would you literally just pollute... Like, I walked through the parking lot, just the one side, like, literally just the front by the drive, and there was 14 masks on, like, not even a quarter-mile yeah. stretch. So I do grounds like, at the, I do the grounds at the apartment complex, and I can't tell you how many masks I pick up every day from just the parking lot. It's crazy. Oh, it it's terrible. Pe- people have... It's because they have no comprehension of where yeah. that mask is going to go. They drop it out of their hand. It's none of their business. Whatever happens to it, happens to it. And that's how lots of people feel about lots of things. And that's why, you know, the Mississippi River turned from the main waterway of the United States and, like, the heart of our transportation and everything, which it still technically is. But, you know, it's a sewage-riddled, yeah. trash-filled dump. Like, if you catch a fish out of there, you, no. like, should not eat it. Like, it is definitely not anywhere close <laughs> to edible, even yeah. if you cook the fuck out of it. Like, it is going to be mutated beyond recognition Chernobyl. because of what Chernobyl. has happened to that river, and it's Talking sad. about, uh, talking about fishing, <laughs> so when we were gone this weekend at the farm, one of my buddies, my, one of my buddies, so I, would, I don't have a fishing license, but I don't fit, like, I hadn't been fishing this weekend anyways. Like, obviously, if I did, I was going to get one. But, uh, so, like, all of my, like, my, all of my cousin's friends are down there and whatever, and we're all hanging out. And, like, his brother and one of his buddies, like, went out to go fishing. And Woody was, like, fishing for, like, three minutes. Like, they just, like, tossed in a couple times. And the game warden came out and gave him a ticket for fishing without a license. Like, I guess he had been watching us because there's a big group of people. Oh, but yeah. so it's so funny that you can literally get a ticket for fishing without a license. One, we didn't even have anything caught. Like, we literally did not even no. catch it. Well, they didn't. I shouldn't say we because that implies that I was doing it, but I wasn't. So they hadn't even literally caught a fish. <laughs> and he got a fishing without a license, which is like probably a eighty to hundred fifty dollar ticket, and it's a I misdemeanor. 
I thought you didn't have to have a license anymore. Missouri. There was one. No, or was that only during? That or was that only during the it pandemic? Ended in July. That, during the, that was just the for a period quarantine. of time. I think it was just during that first quarantine. But so yeah. it's like going back to what you guys are saying about not getting like warnings and stuff for wearing a mask. Like, if you're gonna mandate it, you have to like have some sort of legal actions behind it. Like, like it has to be like, like you can have some sort of warning system or some sort of, which I don't necessarily agree with. But if it's gonna be literally required, there has to be something. Like, you can't yeah. just like get people off of uh, speeding tickets because, oh, it's, you only did it this one time. It's like, well, that's why people still speed. It's because they get off every single time. Yeah. Like, oh, it's just this one time. Well, I mean, you're going to get, what you just said, that means someone doesn't wear their mask one time, they're going to, you're going to give a ticket that has, they need to pay a ticket. Well, if it's required, yeah. It is required now. Yeah, and again, it, it goes back to the whole thing. Like, it's for the yeah. commonwealth of the people. Like, it's not necessarily like, hey, wear a mask because you don't want to get sick. Like, no, wear a mask because I don't want your weird-ass germs. Like, right. I don't know where that mouse been. I don't need none of that in my life whatsoever. I don't need it in general, but especially not now. Like, with this whole, exactly. you know, quarantine shit going on. I don't need none of that. So, wear a mask. Keep your breath to yourself. And uh, stay yeah. six feet away from me. Please and thank you. <laughs> like... And people are just like, that's a violation of my rights. You can't do that to me. I don't mean to like stereotype with the accent, but you know. If the Americans really (laughs) care about the the Americans, they would wear their mask. So you can't get people. You don't get people sick and have more people die from this. This kind of leads into a question that Papa asked in my Twitch stream. Okay. He said, during this pandemic and COVID, people are really showing their true colors, which is literally what we just talked about for seventeen minutes. He says, how do you think we as a country can combat the rising racial racial divide? Dude, we've, we've been trying to fix that forever. And I mean, wh- have we though? I mean, like... It, not, we haven't been trying. So it's I, just honestly, been a talk that happened for a couple weeks, and then it goes away. That's what I've, that's what I've noticed with what's going on now. But I've... I've put go- a yeah, lot of... With what's going on right now with that. the whole George Floyd thing. They're, the people who are saying we stop talk, the people who support the Black Lives Matter movement, and everything. We're the ones still. We're still talking about it. the people who think we're not talking about it. We're, we're still talking about it. We want, we want justice. We need, we need it, and it's the first. It's it, this is yeah. one of the first big steps, to where we could get. Just, to be equal, actually, because obviously this happens all the time. Now this has been happening since. Back when Michael Brown was killed, we, <coughs> we it started out we did so we were doing good not with like the looting and stuff and rioting, but we were doing good with everyone's treating people a lot better than they were before. And then okay, yeah, and then a couple yeah, months trying gone to make by, a change. we slowly stopped talking and about it. Stopped, and then it happened yeah. again, and then it happened for another month, and then the George Floyd thing happened, and this it's still going on. There's still there's protests every every day Dude. there's still protests and i love seeing I, it the, the whole 846 thing i know you watched it the other day casey it's just so powerful to think of because like think of a traumatic event that's happened in your life like even if it was like a car accident where like you rolled in it you were stuck underwater for a little bit too long like you were stuck somewhere you didn't want to be like you were claustrophobic like consider how long that was George Floyd had a knee on his neck for 8 minutes and 46 seconds until he lost consciousness and stopped moving. And then the dude stayed on his neck even longer. Like, that is an eternity of time, and we watched it happen live. 
And I totally understand the argument of all lives matter. And even to an extent, I can understand the argument of people bringing up, you know, black on black crime like this is an issue. I'm like, yes, that is an issue. You are correct. But that is not the issue we need to focus on. Like, that is not the issue that's being brought up right now. That is something that's going on, but that stems from other things that's all, that ultimately can be sort of led back to, if not as part of the tree, in police brutality and, um, you know, police neglect of people in poor communities because it's just such a hostile and yeah. deprived environment. It's so sad to see. Like, they don't even have a chance from the start. Like they're uh, they're down five steps from everybody else from the start when you're born into a yeah, situation about, like that. You get with the All Lives Matter thing. If the people who support the All Lives Matter movement would be mad about this and they just try to blow it off like nothing happened. Right, like I totally understand when you're saying like all lives matter. Like I, I feel like a a human life is a human life to me. I don't see a black life any different than I see my own life. You know, I don't see skin color any different from hair color. Yeah, I tied that conversation yeah, we'll with you personally, Casey. But I heard someone talk about where if, if imagine you know, racism as if it was based on hair color. Like, you're walking down the street and you see someone with brown hair and you're like, oh my God, get away from that guy. Get on the other side of the street. That's like how he looks sounds. a little suspicious. Or you see someone with blonde hair, like, oh my God, what an uptight bitch. Like, Jesus Christ. Like, it, it, it just sounds ridiculous to judge someone on the color of their hair. Well, how is it any different than exactly. the color of someone's skin? And, and, and that's kind of how I feel. So again, I get the all lives matter thing. But that is not the thing you need to bring up when a man had his neck knelt on for 8 minutes and 46 seconds in a clearly prejudged racist act of violence committed on a civilian who committed a crime. Yes, but you are innocent until proven guilty in a court of law, and an officer, regardless of what rank, should never, ever be allowed to be judge, jury, yeah. and executioner. And that's you just the about like the, the bottom line to me. Floyd. Him and George Floyd had a terrible pair. Apparently, they had a rough past. Apparently, they've gotten a bunch of shuffles when they were working security at a nightclub that they <clears throat> both worked at. And and the pe- for people to think that wasn't a motive to this is what it just I don't know how people can't see that there was a, there was a motive. Mo- ugh, I can't speak. <laughs> I can't say the word. Motive. Motive. Yeah, a motive. There you go. Yeah, but it, it's so it was just yeah. it was obvious <laughs> from when it, you bring up what he's done with, with the rate all the racist things that he has done when he was in the force before because apparently he's had eight different acts of. Well, he he had a, a past like there was something I don't want to be quoted for being wrong so please don't come at my throat but there was something where it was a multiple officer shooting that ended in dozens and dozens of bullets being put into like some poor man in a similar, I don't want to say similar situation because it wasn't like he just had a $20 bill. Like I'm sure there was something more to it, but you know, these people just like turn this guy into Swiss cheese. Like, I don't understand the point of that. Like, I, I feel like these people are taught in the Academy to, you know, incapacitate, Like you were innocent until proven guilty. And like, if I have to shoot you, I'm sorry, I have to shoot you. But like you aim for the leg before you aim for the head, unless right. you got something aimed back at you. You know, 
Like, I totally understand if someone is armed and are pointing a gun at you. Like, yeah, dude, put one between his eyes. Take take him down. If he's threatening to take you away from your family and your loved ones, like, yeah. you have the right to defend yourself. But if someone is there without a weapon, without an intent to harm you, you have no no right to take that person's life away. You Shoot them in the leg. Kneecap them. That's awful as it sounds, I I would be more for that than taking somebody's life. Even if I deem that excessive, I'd much rather have someone alive in jail than dead on the street on a a video for everybody to see. It's a messed up up topic that people have, that you have to talk about nowadays. It has to be brought up. Yeah, I mean, kind of back to the the question, because I don't really think... I laid it out the way I wanted to lay it out. Like, what can we do about this whole, like, racial injustice thing? I, I really think we need to educate the populace on how different situations are for different people. And not to necessarily prejudge other people based on the way they look. Like, if you have a kid from the hood like yeah. da hood like downtown st louis like somewhere that's not necessarily where the sun shines comes into your place and wants a job and he's wearing some baggy shorts a dirty t-shirt some beat up jordans because that's the only clothes that he can wear or afford to have don't turn that kid yeah. away because he looks raggedy give him judge him by his character and if he seems like a good dude give him a chance you may save exactly. somebody's life you may take someone off the streets and turn, keep them from turning to drugs and the violence and keep them from turning into this super hostile environment for police. Because I brought this up in uh, the video we posted on YouTube where it's just like I feel for the police and how they go into these war zone-like situations every day with minimal training, and it must be terrifying. And that's why a lot of this awful stuff happened because it's f- uh, flight or f- fight. Flight or fight. There we go. <laughs> But um, that kicks in, and these people act in one way or the other, and unfortunately, every once in a while, they act in the fight way, and it ends in someone's life being taken. And it's, we, we need more education on not only how to deal with people who come from more difficult situations and not necessarily judge people just on the way they look or their skin color, but also we need education on how to deal with police officers, because I've personally had a couple of run-ins with police that haven't gone so well. And I've gotten frisked and patted down and, you know, they searched a car and, like, all this other fun stuff. And, you know, they, they weren't necessarily nice about it, but I was respectful. I didn't run my mouth. I didn't do anything. And about an hour and a half after they talked to us, we got to drive away with nothing happening to us. Like, not even a warning. They were just like, get out of here, go home. I was like, cool, sweet, bye. Like, and... I be, because I was educated by police officers not only in school and through extracurricular activities on necessarily how to deal with police when they come up to you like that. Most people aren't. Yeah, but and when you see them as a threat to your life and your livelihood, like let's say you're selling drugs to feed your kids, if someone's coming up to you to put you in jail, and if they put you in jail, your kids aren't going to eat. How do you think you're going to react? And these people are coming up, like, kicking in doors, screaming and throwing batons and all this other shit around. And it's just like, whoa, hold on. What, have yeah. we lost our sense of humanity? Like, we, we can have a conversation, right? The, the thing about <laughs> that is what you said, that you were taught and everything. And, like, how you said some people aren't taught. I just, 
I was. I feel like I don't really remember being taught how to like act in front of police. I just remember being how to being taught to act in front of. I don't really know how to describe it. Cause like anytime I've anytime I've come well, in I, I, please I've I barely have I've always he's one time I got I've gotten pulled over one time and it was when I was at work going to fill a car up when I worked at the dealership and I forgot to turn my headlights on he turned his lights on I turned to the side he's like hey man can you just turn your lights on I said oh I didn't even notice they were off and he said thanks that's all I wanted I'm like, and I I was like I don't want to say I was scared but like that's the first time I was like ever like sort of pulled over and it was just for that little thing and I just was just being like. I don't want to say like being respectful, but obviously I was. I'm not gonna talk to a person that's older than me and who has who has some power. I'm not gonna be like, oh, why would I need to turn my headlights on? Why would well, yeah. I? Why would you have to pull me over just to tell me that? I would have realized it. And then we go back to where some people get pulled over for things like that, and they th they start to throw they get angry about it. Just again, yeah. it's, it's fight or flight. Yeah, right, I flipped it around earlier. It's I, how would like if I was th there's been a few times where I've come into police and I I've came home and I've sort of vented to either like my parents or my friends and I go like you know thank God I yeah. wasn't black like in the right. back of my head like I don't necessarily want to say that out like out loud but in the back of my head I really truly think that and like I don't think I'd be dead but I definitely right. don't think I'd be here or I don't think I'd have a clean record. Like I've been stuck. I've been caught in some sticky situations in the past. Been able to talk my way out of it, and like, if <laughs> if stuff was a little bit different, I don't necessarily how did, know yeah, how these interactions would have gone. And that's the sad thing that some that like some people think about, and that's not what we should think about. Like, why would we even think if we were a different skin color that it would have came out any different? And that's what makes me sad about right. everything going on. Just. We're all humans. We all bleed the same color. It should all be... Well, obviously, we should all be equal. We Everyone says that. Right. You got a long tangent there, and Dylan just sitting there listening to us. <laughs> hey, when you guys get going, it's yeah, better so just you, let you guys yell and try to yeah, yeah, it's hard to talk over each other. It's hard to interrupt and get your point across. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm right. trying not to talk over you guys. I know I can tend to do that, but you gotta talk, um, you gotta talk, I also yeah. want to sort of get my... So the Voice one thing you guys hit it really well. That's why, like, if it were, if there was something I felt like I needed to say, I would have said it. But the like the initial thing that I would have said is, everyone who sees that video, no matter which side of the line you follow, no matter what you do in your life, you know that that was not right. Yeah. What happened in that, that situation? Disturbing. That was completely yes. unlawful. Like that death. Oh, was it unlawful. makes me tear and, up. And I think that's what a hundred percent of people can agree on. And I think Papa kind of talked about the racial divide, and it's like. The racial divide isn't necessarily just a cut and dry line. It's a huge spectrum, yeah. where it's like, I don't, like, it, not like necessarily racism and like, I don't, I don't understand how to, I don't know the words to describe the divide, but during this time, like, it's hard because I know a lot of people that I've seen do this. They were like close to that line of like understanding and starting to like kind of understand and talk to and think about that Black Lives Matter movement. But then as soon as they started rioting and tearing shit down and doing that type of stuff, that sent them the complete opposite way. Yeah, but like I've and told I know like, that, that I know that wasn't like necessarily a Black Lives Movement like uh yeah, but no, hey, that's but just that's a few bad saying, apples, is like, there were some people so close to that line, whereas like they could have possibly switched over and like joined your side that they got pushed yeah. so far away because of actions of like you said, some bad apples, but if they're smart enough to see that that's obviously not like the idea and the 
backing of what Black Lives Matter actually is, then yeah. they'll be able to look past that. Like, I, like I've told, like whenever you were over at my house, me, you, and Anna had a really good conversation that we would talk for like two hours. And the thing I said about the people who are rioting and looting are not the people who are for Black Lives Matter. Those are the people looking for an excuse. To, those are people looking for an excuse to do crimes. I know, yeah. that, but that's what that's exactly what it is. Because I'm all for. The, it's so easy. Well, yeah, it's so easy. The, Imagine there's a, like yeah. a thousand people m- walking around, and you're like, "Hey, I want to steal yeah. some money out this place." You break the window and run. And then the media, how are the cops yeah. going to catch you? Because not only the people are antagonized by them, like the, imag- no police are going to yeah. try and barrel through that crowd to Did get you? to you because they would instantly yeah, be stopped probably yeah. beaten yeah. down. Did you like, like, what? And then the media <laughs> okay. literally shuts it down after that, that. The Black Lives Matter. Uh, protest that's who's or, responsible it's, it's not who it is it, it really is not yeah. and it gets me so angry whenever people lump Black Lives Matter into that group because that's not that, that's not who they they're are. criminals they're criminals yeah, the like George Floyd like they, they, they're they're no, George no, Floyd not listen, jo- oh hold on no listen no Derek Chauvin that's what I mean think George Floyd <laughs> was a criminal because he used a fake dollar that's the yeah, it, it, it's people trying to find an opportunity to get something for free, and yeah. they're just trying to snag. Get, again, they they're yeah. too pussy to commit crimes in other times, so they're running to the opportunity now, and they can hide behind the faces of the protesters, and they can take the protesters are the people who take yeah, them in front use... of it. Unfortunately, because they're the people who aren't scared and don't right. run away with TVs and dollar bills in their hands, they stand there with signs in their voice, and they get. Yep. Bron- like they no, get the brute force. Uh, have you guys seen uh, Paradise PD? Sorry, it's mm-hmm. a like anime TV show. So yes, I've seen the first season, and then I saw the first that, episode. The third of the episode, they talk about like this type of like Black Lives Matter movement and stuff. Not this one specifically, but just like in general. And really, it was about the media. And so one of the cops is a black cop, and he shoots himself through bolt, like in bulletproof glass, and it comes back and hits him. And so like it talks about how like. <laughs> CNN and Fitz? Fox like telling the different side of the story like oh he he was some thug running the streets with a gun and it was like oh it was an innocent guy and like it really does though it really does like if you take it with a grain of salt and like kind of like because it's an anime TV show so they don't have any boundaries so they kind of yeah. push you past those like lines of like like what you're comfortable like talking about that's what anime TV and for. it's uh, anime, hum- animated uh, adult comedies that's what yeah those are but for. it's it's crazy to think about, like, if once you stop and look at that, and it's like, oh, you kind of see how, like, both sides of the media are kind of like, oh, we have to blame it on something. Or, like, and if you look at it in real life, you're like, wow, this is actually, like, what's going on. So it's like, yeah, I think seeing that type of stuff, like, you kind of think about, um, like, how to actually judge the media and what's going on around you. And I think that's something that, I, at least I would say that people that I know have gotten better with in the last couple of months, especially with this, uh, well, I'm going to say murder because that's what it was, but... People, yeah. have, I think, have started kind of coming around in different ways than I've seen before. That's good. Oh, that's really good. That's it's nice to see people come together when something tragic like that happens. Yeah. But it's also why sad we, to see how it takes that. It takes that. Yeah. Divide. Well, not, yeah, not only it takes that, but also in the face of how tragic this is, how divisive we still are. Yeah. Like, so the, I don't necessarily agree totally with all of the statues that are being defaced among the United States. But there are literally people 
who are saying they're going to take up arms and defend these statues with guns, and they're going to basically just gun people down if they come up and try and deface them. And now, this was also not recent. This was, I, I would say, four or five days ago, the last time I heard anything about this. But it's just, there's so much divide yeah. still. Did you guys uh, hear about the Florida? And, uh, he's the police chief or deputy of like a county. He's a sheriff of a county. And he said that it's like a small county, so like there probably wouldn't have even been protests anyways. But he's like, he said that if there's protests that get violent, he's gonna deputize all gun, all I lawful gun owners in his county. Yeah, I saw that. And he came out and he was talking. It's a, it's a, uh, an older black male, and he said, "We're gonna go out there and we're gonna protect you, and we're gonna make sure you guys are safe, and we're gonna protect you until, or unless you guys turn and you start destroying the city that you guys come from." He's like, I understand. You guys need to get your voice out. You need to do your stuff, and I back you that with you that one hundred percent. But once it gets to the point where you're destroying property and doing stuff that's not like towards what you guys are trying to like to get like talked about and moved, then he's like, then that's when we're gonna step up and we're gonna like we're gonna protect our county. He's like, I'm gonna protect the safety of my people, which is what I'm doing when you guys are protesting. I'm protecting you guys until you turn violent, and I have to protect the safety of the people that aren't in your protest. An interesting thing, though, that I've found is most of the arrests from looting and violent crimes in those are yep. from out-of-state residents. Really? I didn't know that. So it, it is literally people coming from out-of-state looking for an opportunity to run amok and commit crime, and it's being manipulated and turned into, like, oh, the Black Lives Matter movement is looting and, pro- and burning places down and flipping cop cars over. It's like, no... We're walking in the street because we want you to hear mm-hmm. our voice because you obviously haven't because of everything that's been going on. But the fact that criminals are taking up the opportunity to loot and pillage and do all this in the midst of our peaceful protests, in the midst of our trying to change what's going on in America, there's no reason to pin the tail on the donkey and say it's us. Like You actually need to look into the deeper root cause of this and realize that it's just people yeah. taking up the opportunity. Like, And I can't necessarily blame them. Like, if I was like really way far off and I saw an opportunity to go, hey, grab a couple TVs and a fast stack of money, like, hey, why not? Let's go. Yeah, like, <laughs> insane. Get, a, get a rental car, drive up, park a mile out of the city, Swear run up. in there, grab it, run out, and leave. Done and done. So, <laughs> I mean, I, I don't want to joke about it, happens, but you know, that, yeah. that's the reality of the so, situation. Like, kind of out of this too. So we've seen culturally, like the show Cops has gotten canceled, Live yeah. PD's gotten canceled, which I understand those two kind of because it's like I don't know, I don't know why, but it's yeah. almost like a dramatization. Like they, they, it's real life police footage, but they take the most yeah. interesting and like crazy parts of it and throw it all up to make you Which feel I think, like, oh I think my honestly, God, these people are keeps more cops accountable because if they know they're going to be on TV when they're doing these types of actions, you would less likely see some sort of uh, discriminatory actions or, you know what I mean. But so, like, that has gotten canceled. Like, Paw Patrol's gotten canceled. They've taken the Indian off Lane Paw Patrol lakes. got canceled? Yes, because they have a cop. Paw Patrol yep. didn't get canceled. Yes. What? Paw Patrol got canceled? No, I, I'm pretty sure it actually happened. I, I thought what? that was a meme. I'm Googling this. Paul. Are you sure? Because I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure I'm pretty I've seen sure articles talking about sh- that show getting canceled. 
Anyways, the Land O'Lakes Butters got the Indian taken off of it, which was okay. I understand that. Even though it wasn't necessarily what I feel is... They weren't, like, using it as, like, a selling point. It was just kind of, like, I just looked, respecting I just looked the land up. almost. I'm pretty sure oh. you know this. It says the popular cartoon television show Paw Patrol is rumored to be canceled. But in all, actually, it was renewed for a new season and future oh, okay. film in 2020. Call for cancellation of Paw Patrol were not intended to be taken serious, but many have. Some people have been being serious about canceling Paw Patrol. Why would they cancel Paw Patrol? Paw Patrol's... Because as a cop... If Paw Patrol tweeted, it's in solidarity of amplifying Paw Patrol. Melanin voices. We will be muting our content until June 7th to give access for black voices to be heard so we can continue oh, they, to like, listen and further our learning. New episodes? Amplify black voices. That was that was June 2nd, 2020, so over a oh, month so ago. Anyways, yeah. so all of the stuff is starting to get changed, which, I mean, maybe it's like this is what started that conversation. And even today, I've seen that, like, the Washington... Well, the Washington Redskins have kind of been in the news for a while about their name. That's been But then years, also the yeah. Cleveland Indians are talking about yeah, having to change their names, too. So, like, what do you guys kind of... What do you guys think yeah, about that? Dude, like, I don't, that? Like, things that are getting changed that aren't necessarily, like, directly related, but are, have gotten talked th- about because of stuff going on in the yeah, culture. K- Casey, you go first, because I definitely have a, a yeah. little rant about that. So, so I want you to get your whole when opinion When they out. first started, because I'm pretty sure, like, back in 2015, they were, uh, <coughs> they were talking about wanting to change the Redskins' Who's name. Redskins? Okay. Yeah. And at first, I was like, why would they want to change their name? And I would, I had, t- I asked Austin, what was the reason behind it? Because aren't, isn't like Redskin a derogatory term t- for Indian? For Indians, yeah. Yeah, I did. Yeah, it's like you know how like black people and like Mexican is yeah. referred to like as brown when they're being yeah, insulted, so I had like Asian all, yellow I was, at first type I was thing. Indians are why red. People wanted to change the name. I didn't understand it, and then Austin told me why, and I'm like, oh, then why wouldn't they change it if it's a derogatory term? And so it doesn't really bother me. That's not my team. So <laughs> I probably the lifelong fans probably will get butthurt about it, but I don't really care about it. I did. I saw the Indian Cleveland Indian one. I don't see nothing wrong with the Cleveland Indians name. That's their logo's is uh, an Indian. It, so, I I think that's kind of how I felt with like the Land of Lakes butter. Like they took the they had like an Indian that was like sitting like cross legged in their thing, and I didn't really understand it. But I guess you could see it as they were using that image as like making money. I guess. The, also with the, the Aunt Jemima thing, I don't think they should have took that lady. They should have changed the yeah changed the lady. Didn't they change her? I don't know enough about that. The, Cause the, 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 the thing about yeah. the Aunt Jemima is that the well, people, the, we the don't want base, the, Aunt Jemima. All of my black friends I have, they don't want to get rid of Aunt Jemima. Apparently Aunt Jemima has a really, I didn't know Aunt Jemima had a history behind her. Well, I've heard, I've heard she was like an entrepreneur. Yeah, she was like the first black lady that was like able to like start make, a business. Yeah, and, make a successful business. I didn't, I did not know that. And once I learned that, I'm like, well, I, I don't want to get rid of that. Yeah, so like that, that's kind of getting to my whole point. Back to this. So people are taking this issue extremely seriously, which they should. But there are people who are taking it, again, like we always do, as I don't want to say just as Americans, but as human beings in general, to such extremes that they're trying to change the whole like Aunt Jemima thing. And I'm like, look, I kind of can understand where the argument is coming from. They see this image of Aunt Jemima. As an image of the help, an image of a house slave, an image of a nanny, an image of a black girl wearing an apron who can cook real good fried chicken and, you know, make amazing meals for their kids while they're off at work or doing whatever. 
so the, even though that may necessarily have a racial connotation to it, again, you say your black friends don't necessarily have an issue with it. I haven't personally yeah, heard the, anything. The but I know, like, I have a chef at my work who's black, and he's like, dude, I haven't even heard anything about that. Because I asked him about it just, like, to bring it up and see what the he's thing, like. I've heard nothing about that. Quick, and the funny thing is, is that the people calling for, for the change was a group of white people. Well, exactly. There, there, there's these people who feel like we're social activists. We need to change this, and we need to make this happen. Have you seen the foster care yeah. system in the United yeah, States of a, America? Yeah. There, there. It, it is ridiculous. Like it is in shambles. It has been in shambles for decades. Like it is. Why, why are we worried about Aunt Jemima? When there are literal children who can't find homes and are turning into criminals and drug addicts and school shooters and all of the above. Because they literally just, not only the foster care system, but there's so many other issues that we need to be focusing on. And these people who think that they're like social justice warriors and these people who are out for the right cause are pushing these issues that mean absolutely fucking really nothing when it comes to the longevity of humanity. Nothing. Like, uh, the, the, what, what matters to the longevity of humanity is how we interact with each other, how we bring up our society, and how we all work together as one. And right now, we cannot be further from that. And it is so terrifying. I wake up every day almost in shock, and I'm just like, dude, when's right, Civil War II going to happen? Because there's so, there's so many people behind this movement, and I love it, and I'm so appreciative of it. But then there are people who are trying to push this crazy, crazy argument and get rid of the most ridiculous stuff. And I'm there's like, hold on a second. We, 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 there's this issue, of course, with George Floyd. You do not need to go to Aunt Jemima for some reason because of the George Floyd issue. Like, I don't understand the connection between those two. I understand that there is a racial issue that's going on there. Connecting that with a retail brand that is based on a person who I believe was real... Yeah, and, and it, it, you know, it's like having George Washington Carver on a <laughs> peanut butter jar. Like, it's not offensive because the dude fucking invented right. it. Like, <laughs> I don't understand where these, this argument comes from when there are so many other arguments that need to be had. And the media is just, like, constantly feeding it. And then there's this one side that's like, these people are absolute idiots. They need to be, like, removed from the earth. And then there's these people like, oh, my God, Aunt Jemima needs to be changed. <laughs> and Mrs. Butterworth can't be a round bottle anymore. It needs to be straight and skinny. It needs to have a smooth front, look like a Barbie doll with long blonde hair. No syrup can't be brown right. anymore. It has to be clear. Otherwise, it's offensive. Like, d stop. Right. Stop with all that bullshit. There's so many other issues we need to worry about other than that. And it's ridiculous that, you know, we are the people who have to bring this up. You know? We're a podcast with, like, I'd say at most 150, 200 people who listen to this it, in general. Like, it, and we're the only people who are bringing this up. Like, everyone else is just kind of feeding in. They're like, oh, yep, well, I'm getting my check in the mail, so I'm not going to worry about anything that's really going on here. Like, <laughs> well, I think too. You kind of talked about it, but kind of extending the point. There's so much going on. Like, there's literally so much stuff going on. Like, there's even stuff like 
the media I, I don't want to be this person but the media covers up a lot of stuff like of what's what's like what's currently oh, going yeah. on like oh, i mean yeah. we've talked about different trials going on now and it's like the apparently like hillary clinton's going to trial soon it's like no one even knows about this stuff because it's like one there's more important stuff to talk about right now which I, oh yeah which I, is the racial I, divide that we've talked about for pretty much this entire thing which is good because it needs to be talked about anyways. But like, there's just so much stuff. Like, literally, you, there's so much stuff that happens in one day that it could take um, three months to even process. But we live in such a fast stream thing. Oh, de- 2020 yeah, is social crazy. Media is now like we live in such a fast-paced world that if you don't check your stuff every single day, you're behind on three events that have happened. Yeah, it's like you have no idea. I've talked to you guys multiple times. And I've had to like catch up because I I'm still I have not gotten my Facebook or Instagram back. It has been a month nice. and six days. I, I stopped on June first, and I have not. I've logged on the Facebook for the Did arbitrary see, ramblings uh, page, but that that that's it. I have not gone on my own personal timeline. I've checked like a couple messages because I've gotten a couple from an old coworker and stuff like that, but I have not gone on anything really. Uh, the most stuff is like when Casey texts me, he's like, "Hey, you heard about this?" Or when I yeah. when I'm in person, I'm like, "Hey, you heard about this?" Like that's how I get my news. Um, th- <laughs> apparently, a bubonic plague is diagnosed. What isn't diagnosed in China? Thirty minutes ago. Well, I mean that happens every year. People get yeah. diagnosed with bubonic plague every year. It's still around. Yeah. It's just it's not, not actually like a plague anymore. As yeah, insane as it was. It. Yeah, the, the like disease is known as the bubonic the plague. It, there's cases of it. Yeah. Three years you get the coronavirus, it's like, oh, you got the corona. Right. <laughs> the, the, the um, crazy, I hope it's not three hope. years it ends. Uh, the funny thing is that we're going to, like, when we have, like, kids, we're gonna, they're going to get, like, COVID one time, and they're like, man, we lived through the beginning of COVID and how terrible it was. Yeah, the it's going to become like the flu. We live through another pandemic where it actually matters if we catch it. I mean, like, right. I mean, it matters now if we catch it, but like, we're probably most likely going to live through it. Yeah. But when we're sixty, like, we could we could go down. Like, oh yeah, all this mad stuff now is actually going to matter when yeah. we're sixty. Well, whenever we end up having the well, pandemic. Well, it matters now, but not really. You know what I mean? It doesn't affect you know us I mean? that much. Well, it affects me because I have family members that are high risk and stuff. That's why I try to keep. I've seen myself getting lazier with being more safe since I moved out, but I, I still try to, I still try to keep myself as safe as I can. But I would also say on the flip side, you're smarter when you go into situations. Yeah, like if I go, like when I go out, like I, I've gone out to restaurants a couple of times since I moved out, and I wash my hands whenever I get a chance. I make sure I'm not buying anyone. Nothing when like I'm that. saying like even when you go back home like you're not like hugging up on your brother yeah and, like, I'm not gonna you, give, like, I'm not gonna get yeah like Haley you, and you, Austin, like I'm you're, you're next hugs. to him but you're not like on top of him sharing germs and, yeah I'm making sure I don't sneeze or cough all around which if is I, the if most important man it's just yeah. I just want life to be normal again it hopefully it will yeah. soon it's gonna feel weird when we go back to normal like yeah, actually when we go places and like a, our first concert our first Billy Currington concert yeah. when we oh, go back to normal I had memories from that. <laughs> I can't. Day. I did wait. too. <laughs> I almost started crying because I miss it so song. much. Oh, Billy Carnes. It was literally God is great. Yeah, we are. Uh, people are crazy. People are crazy. Such a banger. Um, it's, so, it's so nice talking about happy things after we <laughs> talked about true. death. Well, that's what I was going to talk about. The past fifty minutes. Yeah, I think we could. I think yeah, we can man. transition into the old Patty Mahomes now. Yeah. 
50 minutes in, we're trans- our first transition. Our first topic. Well, we, I mean, we kind of mentioned yeah. different topics outside of that topic. But, Patty you know Mahomes, I mean. 10 years, 450 mil contract. <laughs> No, five, 503 mil. Did you guys hear about um, I, I I'm on bbc.com slash sports slash American football. Yeah, I get it. Oh it says my God. NFL star Patrick Mahomes has signed a 10-year contract extension with the Kansas City Chiefs, reported to be worth a record $503 million. Did you hear so, about uh, – so, First off, that's insane, but he's going to be really good. No, the thing, is, we're, the thing I was it, talking about before we started recording, like, I can see Patty Mahomes bringing – for the next – for the next ten years, I can see Patty Holmes bringing three to five championships easily to the Chiefs. No. That's what I. That's I what mean, I there's a good chance, but well, until I think like, like I said, as long as he's got a good offense, old, a little bit. He could be the next Aaron. Ro- he could be the next Aaron Rodgers with no weapons, but a beast QB, and then he's, just he's got some good, lose fifty six, fifty three yeah. every single time. He's he's still got some good weapons right now, though. So yep. we'll see. Right now, how the next we'll couple see. years go. Um, five hundred. Did you guys? What the? Did you guys hear about the liquor store clerk? What do you mean? So down in Kansas City, there's there's a girl named Katie Camlin, and she works at a liquor store. And uh, some guy had come in, and he works in like the chief's front office. And uh, he was like, he came in and bought like a bunch of like big, uh, like five bottles of champagne and stuff. And she was like, oh, like what's a special occasion? And he's like, well, uh, it was signing day today, and we had some pretty good, de- like, a pretty good contract coming out, like a big contract coming out. <laughs> And so she went to Twitter and, like, tweeted that, like, Mahomes was getting this big. Like, she tweeted it, like, five hours before anyone else even knew that Mahomes was getting this big, big fatty contract. <laughs> That's It's like, how funny is that? Like, literally, like, some lady that works at a liquor store is just like, hey, Mahomes is getting a fat contract today because it's signing day. Everyone's like, are you crazy, lady? <laughs> no. Well, but it's like some dude That's from the front office just came in about here and, like, years. mentioned it in passing. And she tweeted it and got, like, a couple thousand retreats or something. Like, initially, I took it down because I thought I'd get in trouble for tweeting it. <laughs> ten, ten years, dude. Here's a quote A quote from Clark Hunt. He's the chief's chairman and chief executive. Wow, that's apparently <laughs> way harder to say than I thought. He's an extraordinary leader and a credit to the Kansas City community, and I'm delighted that he will be a member of the chief chiefs for many years to come. Yeah, I mean that dude. I don't. He has energy. He's got the arm. He's got the game sense. Like he's gonna do great things. Not only for Kansas, but like Missouri is gonna become like a football area again. And hopefully, crossing our fingers here, something happens with St. Louis when it comes to football. There's been rumors for the past years about that. And basketball. I wish we could. I wish we could have all the sports. Like what do you St. Louis is such a basketball. Oh, if we, we had a basketball team, it'd be all over. Yeah, we do. St. Louis Hawks, baby. Oh yeah, isn't St. Louis? It's St. Louis and Boston are like the only, like one of the only two cities to have a championship hockey, in every baseball. sport, yep. like football, baseball, hockey, basketball, yeah, Boston too, like all that stuff. Yeah, because like the Celtics, yeah. Red Sox, whatever. Joe, did you know. see what Dr. Disrespect tweeted on June twenty seventh? He said, "said what? Champions Club twitches." I probably not, did. He still have not notified them on the specific reason behind their decisions. Yeah, I, I've tried to look up news, sort of like news on it's that, and it's all typically the same. It's people are just sharing plausible yeah. theories about why he might possibly be banned <laughs> and like yada yada yada. And it, it's 
it's weird, man. I don't, I don't know because he was one of the biggest revenue streams for Twitch. He brought so much viewership to that platform, and I'm not saying that that's all going to be gone. Like there, are, I'm sure that more than fifty percent of his viewership also watch other streamers. I like kind of like I do. I yeah. watch Doctor Disrespect every once in a while. I was follow. I followed him. I didn't sub to him. But I definitely I followed him, and I watched a lot of Warzone tournaments and stuff like that just because he was fun to watch. He played with a lot of really good people, and like those people aren't gonna come back to Twitch. And I don't, the only thing I can think of is that for some reason they want to go back on their contract because they found something shady, they found something weird, they found something that they don't like with the Doctor Disrespect name. And with the brand that they're trying to build, they don't want to be associated with that. And they're like, oh, you can the, uh, the fuck off, good sir. See you later. Yeah. And they just ban them. And they're like, all right, we don't the have to pay him anymore. With, um, <laughs> the ban, because since Ninja and Shroud and Mixer shut down, Twitch is probably going to offer both of them fat contracts. And I don't see them. I don't think they're going to accept it because, like we've said the past couple episodes, the Spotify and Google one, whenever that streaming platform comes out, if it comes out, it's going to so be. So I was. Yeah, is Shroud is still playing on. games though. Like, he was playing um, Escape from Tarkov with Clean the other Twitch day. Again? I watch a lot of Tarkov and Clean. No, he's not streaming it by himself. There's actually I was watching Clean on Twitch, and he had a command in his chat exclamation point Shroud. And it when you type that in, it popped up as like Shroud's not streaming right now. You can keep up to date on his Twitter. To be honest, so. As of right now, I mean, probably he's yeah, got a fat payout for Mixer. Cup. <laughs> oh my god, uh, dude! I never do anything again. Yeah, I go crawl uh, into a hole. That, like, I pay people to peel grapes <laughs> for me and then feed them to me. Like I don't, I, I didn't, yeah, I wouldn't know I'm what to do with all that right now because I was trying to see if there's anything new popping off, and it's just like the top stuff right now. And it's two memes. First one that says breaking six nine is testified that Doctor Disrespect is a member of the Nine Trade Bloods, <laughs> leading to his ban on multiple platforms. <laughs> and then the other one is the last thing Doctor Disrespect saw before he got banned. It's like one of the old like Xbox three sixty messages. And it says you only won because you cheated. My dad owns Microsoft and I can get you banned, kid. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. I love memes so Uh-oh. much. <laughs> I need to drink so much water. Uh, throat. Your throat gets so dry after talking. I've gone through three bottles. Already. Uh, uh, I, do you guys have any other points you want to, like, hit on? Or anything specific that, like, yeah, Dylan, I, I, I know your stream's still up. I don't know if anyone has I haven't had any there. questions since I the last one. The one that led to a 30-minute discussion. I don't even know if he was in here the yeah, whole time. Yeah, th- thank you. I'm gonna mess it. I'm gonna mess it. Yeah, like, that's fine. Yeah, but that would. Yeah, I'm glad yeah, someone asked something. Uh, I I really just kind of wanted to end, um, with a little excerpt from again Jordan Peterson. Wait, oh, actually, twelve rules for I, life and antidote to the chaos. Sorry. I forgot I was going oh, yeah, to mention this. That, that, so 100%, dude. <laughs> oh yeah, one hundred percent. Oh yeah, one hundred percent. So. Uh, <laughs> So actually, like just before we started uh, recording the podcast, my, you know, Mike's dad, like, well, now he's Mike, but one of my favorite rappers. Yeah. So he, he tweeted, and I think it's something that we've all been kind of going through recently. He says, "Give yourself time to be great. It takes time being whacked at something for a while. It takes being whack at something for a while before you figure it out. Don't let fear block your path." Right. 
And I think that's something that we've, I mean, I don't know, so Definitely. I would call it fear, but it's like, even like before we started recording our first podcast, it was like, we were so anxious and like anxiety ridden and obviously fearful of what's going to yeah, happen. I still but am before we hit record. I think pushing through and just like, like he said, not letting it block your path and keep going is going to be something that we can all benefit from, obviously. Right. That is a good tweet. When did he post that? Definitely. What are you like three minutes before we started recording? Oh, really? Yeah. I screenshot it as soon as I saw it. All right, Joe. Sorry to cut you off for that last little section, but oh no, you're, I'm glad you mentioned that because I literally leads into what I wanted to read. It's it's kind of a long excerpt. It's like a paragraph and a half, but it, oh, it'll be worth it Joe, once I finish. In the forward of that book, too. Um, sorry, I just started reading it. Um, oh, it's so I good. Uh, you and Casey talk for like two seconds. Let me find my book really quick. Oh, put us on the spot. <laughs> Oh, so hey, Casey, how's the weather over Not there? Really, the weather is miserable. <laughs> the weather is it's so hot. It's dude. so hot. In my room, I have to turn my AC off. So before, uh, before we read that last excerpt, I want to kind of talk about something in the forward that he talks about. And so the guy who wrote the forward, oh, what's his name? I have to look it up really quick. I don't know. It's one of his friends that he met at parties, and he's kind of talking about the author and how he met him and stuff. But um. It says, he's talking about his book of, it's called Maps of Meaning, and so he gives, he shares profound insights in the universal themes of the world of mythology. So he's talking about all mythology throughout Smite. this book. The guy who wrote, the guy who, Jordan Peterson, the guy who wrote 12 Rules for Life, his first book was uh, Maps of Meaning, and in that book he explains how all cultures have created stories to help us grapple with and ultimately map the chaos into which we are thrown at birth. This chaos is everything that is unknown to us and any unexplored territory that we traverse, be it in the world outside or in the psyche within. I need to read that book. And that is, it's it's cool to think about how, like, you can apply themes across, like, all mythology and, like, I'm sure even into Christianity. But it's like, there's a reason that these stories are told. It's because everybody deals with the same types of, like, problems and situations. Not necessarily specifically, but, like, in general. And it's like, that's why these stories are written. That's why stories about greed, about lust, about anything that, like, mythology talks about. And that's why these stories are written, to help people, like, guide their path How much was into that, that unexplored territory in our psyche. How much was that book? Like, 15 bucks. How much? Like, 15 bucks on Amazon. 15. It was on you sale a while ago. Yeah, I think. Not a while ago. Like, probably three oh, weeks ago. Oh, it still ago. is 15 bucks. I've read through Have it you once. It? But I read through it. Yeah, I read through it once, but I expect speed read it. Now I'm going yeah. back it? through it, and I, I hit rule four, and it, it really hit home for me. And it kind of—I don't want to say it leads back into this ex- discussion exactly, but it leads back into kind of what we were talking about um, in our first YouTube podcast. When it's like, here, I'll just read the okay. rule one. It'll kind of all make sense. Compare yourself to who you were yesterday not to who someone else is today. It starts with the internal critic. It was easier for people to be good at something when more of us lived in small rural communities. Someone could be homecoming queen, someone else could be spelling bee champ, math whiz, or basketball star. There were only one or two mechanics and a couple of teachers. In each of their domains, these local heroes had the opportunity to enjoy the serotonin-fueled confidence of the victor. Because when you win at something, your brain produces serotonin, you feel happy, you feel better about yourself. 
continuing on with the reading, it may be for that reason that people who were born in small towns are statistically overrepresented among the eminent. If you're one in a million now, but originated in modern New York, there's 20 of you. And most of us now live in cities. What's more, we have become digitally connected to the entire 7 billion. The hierarchies of accomplishment are now dizzyingly vertical. So basically he's saying that if you're one in a million, there's like 20 of you in every city that you live in. People are very much equal and people are very much on the same plane when it comes to competing for hierarchies in society. Um, now, going back, there's one more paragraph I wanted to read. Uh, no matter how good you are at something or how you rank your accomplishments, there's something out there that makes you look incompetent. You are a decent guitar player, but you're not Jimmy Page. Going back to the top three episode, Jimmy Page is <laughs> one of my favorite guitarists. You're not Jimmy Page or Jack White. You are almost certainly not even going to rock your local pub. You're a good cook, but there are many great chefs. Your mother's recipe for fish heads and rice, no matter how celebrated in her village of origin, doesn't cut it in these days of grapefruit foam and scotch tobacco ice cream. Some mafia don has a tackier yacht. Some obsessive CEO has a more complicated self-winding watch. Captain is a more valuable mechanical hardwood and steel automatic self-winding watch case. Even the most stunning Hollywood actress eventually transforms into the evil queen on eternal paranoid watch for the new Snow White. And you? Your career is boring and pointless. Your housekeeping skills are second rate. Your taste is appalling. You're fatter than your friends, and everyone dreads your parties. Who cares if you're the Prime Minister of Canada when someone else is the President of the United States? He's calling him out. (laughs) I don't... I I read that, and although it didn't necessarily hit home with all the specifics, it definitely did... It, it, it definitely did strike me very powerfully in the sense of we judge ourselves way too harshly because of the environment that we are in. Because we are constantly funneled information about the more successful, the more wealthy, the more society, like societal hierarchy, like they're up higher than us. Like, But they're the people who we see in the news. And we want to be this. You want to strive to be this. And... A true sense of happiness in what you do is slowly, slowly being lost because happiness is slowly being turned into how much money you have or how much fame you have. And it, I don't want to get into a super long discussion about this, but yeah, I've been thinking about that a lot recently. And I read that actually before I went into work on July 3rd. And I, I, I was just baffled with it all day and was thinking about it all day and how much even me now without social media i'm like i'm this is probably the least social i've been in my entire life i don't talk to hardly anybody and that's not because i don't want to it's because i try to talk to people and they leave me unread or i try to talk to people and you know it it just doesn't the conversation fizzles out and i just don't talk end up that's how how i am finishing the conversation or keeping something going and not necessarily a good or a bad thing. I'm still doing fine, but you know, I I'm still craving that necess- that attention that social media gives you. When in reality, you don't need it. 
you need to worry about yourself. You need to worry about how happy you you are. You need to worry about your own head before you worry about someone else's perception yeah, of your true. head. Like, there are plenty of people in this life who dislike me. And they dislike me because of who I was in the past. Who I was in the past is not who I am right now. And if they still don't like me, that's fine. Like, no, no harm done. Oh, well. Like, I, I guess I screwed up or whatever. What's what's done is done, and I know who I am now, and I know who I am moving forward, and that's who I am trying to focus on, even though it's hard with all the outside influence still. But that that really just hit me hard, and I wanted to bring that up into the podcast. I, I put a little post-it note mm-hmm. on the page yeah. and was like, I need that to was, bring this I've up. That, 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 that <laughs> book is called 12 Rules for Life and Antidote to Chaos. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, by Jordan B. Peterson. He's a psychology professor at the University of Toronto. Yeah. And that's like my dream school. So <laughs> This is good. You have to look up a lot of worst yeah, cases. I probably will, real, but that hey, I'm I have gonna, to look up a bunch of How am I gonna get smarter? Exactly. Well Yeah, I, I took I took a semester of psychology courses. I not even I'm not worried about like the psychology <laughs> terms but, like there's just words like just different vocab that he uses that it's like I don't like I think I know what that means but I'm gonna look it up to make sure I understand what he's trying to yeah. say but um, yeah. I don't know me and my friend were actually talking about this on our way back to the farm and we were talking about he's like, like do you like reading and I was like I mean I used to not but like once we started the podcast like my pursuit to learn more and like grow in my knowledge about everything is just like I'm like so hungry for more right now. That's that it's what I'm like, like right now too. It's crazy. I enjoy like like this book is not one that I'd probably normally pick up. Like not that I wouldn't enjoy, but like I like reading like crime and like that type of stuff and like not really anything like intellectually challenging. And now I'm like, all right, let's bring it. Like I want to do this, and that's what I want to read right now. So that's how I am too. But I can't bring myself to start reading the book I want. But I'm gonna start it eventually. I say it every podcast. I'm going to. Joe, you want to send us off? Or yeah, you guys. I mean, I, I I I agree with that. You can say what you're about. You can say what I'm, you're about. To I say. don't really have any other points. Just, I, I totally agree with that. And in fact, I think books are one of the most. I think the best source of information is if they're coming from a reputable art or author. I think they're more unbiased than the news the internet articles that you read and i really think if you take a deep dive into subjects that you're interested in or stuff that you want to learn about you will find out way way more from books than you will from youtube videos or online articles or news outlets um so with that uh thank you guys for tuning in to this episode of the arbitrary ramblings podcast be sure to like and follow us on soundcloud and we are also now on spotify our youtube will have videos posted hopefully once per week with our guests on there and if you guys have any feedback for us please make sure to let us know thank you for tuning in thanks guys and those who stop by and watch the stream too yeah see you guys Ugh, Dylan, you gonna do your thing or no? Uh, I don't, I don't, let's do stream. We'll do the word today for stream, as stream. Stream. Whether it's streaming or just like a stream that goes to the forest. Stream yeah. is the word. Talk about a stream. Alright, see you guys. Stream. See you guys. Stream Thanks for listening this long. Wait, wait, wait. Goodbye.